Welcome back, everybody, to the Forging Fables podcast. I'm your host this week, Aaron, with my wonderful co-host, David. David! Don't sound so sad when you say your own name. David. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's just going to feed into my story this week, so it's okay. <laughs> this week, we got maybe a fun story and maybe a depressing story. We'll maybe. see. <laughs> You never know what's going to happen when you go to the box. The box. <gasps> the box of mystery. How's your week been, Dave? Okay. Oh, okay. All Great. right. I'm just, I'm I love the energy here. today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to be here with you, Aaron. I can tell. <laughs> I think I'm a little sleepy. You may, Maybe you should wake up too recently. No. No? <laughs> no, I've been up for a couple hours. Yeah. We're doing well. You know, the end of the work week for me, so. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, actually, tomorrow's the beginning of my work week, so... Oh, well, yeah. so you're just soaking in every waking minute. Yes. Yeah, I'm spending my last day off with you, so... Well, that means a lot. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> well, what do we say we jump right into it? I Let's think you went it. first last week, so I, I get to go first. Okay. All right. Well, today we have a story about Bob the Bodybuilder. <laughs> now, Bob... Bob's your your average bodybuilder. He's you know <laughs> he's done some steroids. He's not proud of it. Is he old? He's very old. Oh, he's, he's eighty three. <laughs> he's still alive? <laughs> Barely. Barely. <laughs> nice. uh, there's like parts of him that may not be alive anymore. He's like, oh, <laughs> that toe's looking kind of great today. <laughs> but <laughs> wow. But but you know, mostly Bob the bodybuilder's alive. <laughs> Can he juice it? Yes, (laughs) Yes, he he can. can. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, unfortunately for our friend Bob, the bodybuilder, he has a problem. (laughs) Sure he does. As most characters and stories do. He has a bit of an embarrassing tattoo. Wow. Yes. On his back. Of course. In... Big, bold letters mm-hmm. in a font that is very flowery. Okay. <laughs> he has written equipment malfunction. <laughs> <laughs> very unfortunate for Bob. Yes, very, very unfortunate. <laughs> um, you know. Maybe it, it's true, though. Uh, you know, he's 83. <laughs> he is 83. So, unfortunately for Bob the Bodybuilder, this tattoo is not really, it's not, it's not making people uh, into him, if you know what I mean. It's, it's kind of like, uh, it's a turn off. It's a turn off, yeah. People see it and they're, they kind of say, hmm. <laughs> you know, mm. it's not, it's, it's not. It doesn't much. inspire confidence. No, it's, it's very, uh, it's, yeah. People don't, people don't seem to be into it. So, uh, Bob the bodybuilder decides he needs to get it removed. Good idea, Bob. Good idea, Bob. You know, you, maybe this wasn't such a great idea in the first place, but now, you know, we're going right, to right our wrongs, mm-hmm. correct our mistakes. It's, it's just human. Yeah, you know, good for to, Bob. Good for Bob. So, uh, Bob, he, he makes his way one Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. down to the tattoo parlor shop where they originally did this tattoo and he comes in he says Sharon <laughs> okay 
Sharon. Sharon. She's 93. She's the tattoo artist. <laughs> she, wow. No age discrimination here. She needs – well, what you don't know is that this, this whole story takes place in – gosh, I can't remember the name of the town, but it's the town in Florida where all the old people live. Oh. Well, you know what I'm talking about? Sunny Acres? Yeah, something like that. Sure. Uh, where the the minimum age is is sixty five. So okay, yeah. Anyway, so you're bound to run into an old person. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so he says, Sharon, I need this tattoo removed that you put on me last week. It's not doing what you said it would do. But <laughs> <laughs> huh. you, you told me it would be cool. <laughs> yeah, I think you were a bit misleading. <laughs> And she goes, hey, swindled him. Hey, Bob, Bobby, 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 builder, bodybuilder. Uh, unfortunately, my equipment is broken. And he's mm, like, what? Typical. Your equipment is malfunctioning? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little on the nose there. <laughs> hey, you know, we, we got to do what we got to do sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I can't. I, I, I can't help you at all. <laughs> he's he's so mad. He's distraught. He's, I would he's actually crying. <laughs> his tears are just well, he's in his steroids <laughs> leaking from his eyes. <laughs> old steroids. Couple, <laughs> couple, couple decades, decades old. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, you know he um, he's so angry that he 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 leaves the shop in a huff in a puff and the almost blows the place down. <laughs> <laughs> not not well built in yeah, uh, it was shady built acres. of sticks and straw because they're all big. No, we're not gonna go there. <laughs> next. <laughs> Bad idea here. Bad. Go. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> yeah, they're all not golden. Anyway, uh, so he leaves. He closes the door. Slams the door shut, and uh, he's like, "Oh, my day is ruined. I started out great." And a nice big glass of prune juice. Of course. And some eggs. Grits. Grits. And now, now it's, now it's terrible. Now it's terrible. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Constipated. <laughs> Dang prune juice to the market. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he looks around the, the town, and across the street from him is the local newspaper. Mm-hmm. The Shady Acres uh, Beekeeper Tree. Newspaper, of course. <laughs> so he it's goes, very friendly. Slash inquirer. So he slash goes. Inquirer. <laughs> so, so he runs across mm. the street. Almost gets hit by like four cars. They weren't going it's very wild. fast. No, they weren't. But everybody's basically blind, so it's it's pretty dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And uh, so he goes in and he 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 walks up uh, to this this uh, the, the newspaper place. He opens the door, goes inside, and wouldn't you know, behind the counter is... Sharon. Sharon? (laughs) Sister. Sharon. I hate those. Remember the Steves? Oh, my gosh. What is with the Sharons? (laughs) So so he goes in, and there's Sharon's sister, Sharon, (laughs) spelled without a letter that I... I don't know. One of the letters. And... (laughs) Sharon. Sharon. It's better with an E at the end, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes in and he says, Sharon? And she goes, I'm Billy Bob, the Billy the bodybuilder. 
Did no. you just come from my sister's place? And he goes, yes, I did. She goes, how's that old hag doing? She goes, oh, her equipment malfunctioned. <laughs> mm. And I, I couldn't get my tattoo removed. And she goes, well, what are you going to do about it? And he says, Sharon, <laughs> I'm going to write an angry letter to the editor. <laughs> oh, well. And so, you know, he, he sits down. He grabs a, a pen and a paper. And the pen doesn't work, so he chucks it out the window. So he grabs a pencil instead. Mm. But it's dull, and he can't write with it. And he looks for a sharpener, and the sharpener's gone. So he chucks that out the window, too. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. The only thing he's got left is, his, like, his blood. That's, that's exactly what he does. He pricks his finger, and he starts to write in blood. Blood infused with so much steroids. This angry letter to the editor. And he starts out. He says, Dear Editor. <laughs> Very original. I am angry. The end. <laughs> he, goes, he, he gives it to Sharon. Does and Sharon's s- like, Is this it? <laughs> you're not going to hear what you, this, is, this is all you got? And he's like, Why? What, 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 she think I should write more? She's like, Yeah, I think you should probably actually. Right, something. Not just that you're angry. And he's like, oh, well, he's going to submit a break. picture too, right? Oh, of course, a picture of his dog. Yes, his uh, dog, <laughs> not of the problem. No, no, no. His dog, uh, Herbert, uh, a pug, which is very old as well. Almost has as many wrinkles as <laughs> the body. Well, builder. that's good. Uh, and uh, so he goes, and he uh, he he goes back. He, he, he finishes writing. He writes something more about, you know, how, how angry he is about this tattoo problem and the, you know, epidemic of young people with their cell phones and how it just <laughs> makes them so angry and all this. And he basically writes, ends up writing this 50-page manifesto wow. that they, they print for him. And it's, it's very uh, nice of them. yeah, it's very nice of them. I mean, they don't really print much else. Um, anyway, it's uh, very much just like... On Saturday the third, Karen lost her dentures again, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, Karen." But <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he writes this, he puts this the thing in the letter, or in the in the mail, whatever. I don't know. They, they print. Leave me alone. <laughs> so they <laughs> they uh, he he gets it. He, it's finally it's it's Sunday paper time. He gets the paper. He goes to read his manifesto. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you know? On the very last corner of the very last page is a photo of a missing child. Really? Yep. And he thinks, he says, how terrible, how awful this child is missing. How sad their family must be. How scared they must be. It's terrible. He's distraught even more than when his tattoo was unable to be removed. <laughs> very, That's very, very good. And uh, he says, I am going to look for this child. I am not going to let my tattoo problems get me down. I'm going to do something good for this world. And so he goes out. He puts his coat on. He grabs his cane. Uh, he stuffs all his now deflated muscles into his clothing. And he walks out into the street. And he walks, and he walks, and he walks. Would you know it? He walks for 30 minutes. 
And when, wow. as he begins to, he comes to the edge of town. That's how far he goes. It's wild. He's like, if I take one more step, I'll be the finest I've ever been. <laughs> Very nice. And uh, and so he gets to the edge of town, and wouldn't you know it, there on the side of the road is a small child with a balloon. And he goes up to this child, and he says, Child, are you missing? <laughs> And the child screams and runs away because it's this old creepy guy coming up to it. He's like, oh, my God. And the child runs away. Well, wouldn't you know it, though? The child was the missing child. It ran right back to its parents, and <laughs> they lived happily ever after. Wow. Yeah. And so the moral of the story is don't let your own problems get you down because you never know when you're going to be able to save a missing child by scaring it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Bob the bodybuilder, <laughs> child finding extraordinaire. Yeah, that, that, that was the story. Uh, <laughs> all he needed to do was walk thirty minutes. He made it. He did. He was the hero. He was. That was an unlikely uh, hero origin story for our character here. He was. But you know what? Stuff. Not every hero is a heroic type. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love those unheroic heroes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So my uh, my first card was was bodybuilder, and yeah. I just I was like, all right, Bob the bodybuilder. That's you know we're gonna do that. Uh, and then he is a person who needs to have a remove a tattoo right away. Um, so we did that. I put you behind the. And eight I was ball, like, I, I could not think of what. Like your tat- I mean, there's like some stereotypical like tattoos that you could put uh-huh. in there, but I'm like, let's let's pull a card. See let's what see. And it said equipment malfunction. I it was would like, be, perfect. It would be a tattoo to get removed. Perfect. Uh, so that was that was good. And then the next one was a letter to the editor. Uh, you know, and he needed to do something about it, about this situation. He wrote a letter to the editor, and then the final one was was missing child. So. You know, I feel like <laughs> last week we said that we, we hit a pinnacle. <laughs> I feel like we're not going to say that this week. <laughs> you, don't, you don't say? Uh, I mean, there's still hope. You still have your story to tell. Yeah. No pressure. No pressure. No, no, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. It's going to be tough to be Sharon and Sharon. Sharon and Sharon. 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 Please get it right. <laughs> And Bob the bodybuilder. <laughs> wow. Let me tell. I mean, those are the, if 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 ever there was. What do they call it? Shoes to fill. Yes. I can't fill these. Those are some big guy, big clown shoes. <laughs> some big. Cl- speaking of clowns. Oh. Oh. Have you ever heard of Clark the clown? Clark the clown. I haven't, but tell me. Let me tell you, Clark, my my friend here, Clark was a uh, middle-aged man. Mm. He was slightly balding, but he Ooh, yeah. had a <laughs> love of for clowns. <gasps> oh, so he's not a clown yet. No, no. He's a clown. He is a clown. He is a and clown. he loves clowns. And he loves Oh my clowns. gosh, it's perfect. He's a he's a clown. He's a, Clark the clown. Clark, right. That's right. what people call him. Yeah. Uh and he like most of, you know, most of America lives in a you know, a suburb. Right, right. You know, 
He drives his car to work, mm-hmm. usually at a child's birthday party. As you can imagine, mm-hmm. the summers mm-hmm. are pretty busy. Yeah. He doesn't want to brag, but he's kind of good at his job. Ooh, yeah. It, you know, humility is a nice, a nice trait to find in, in a clown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't usually find a lot of humble clowns. Yeah. You know, they're usually it's a dying breed. It's a dying breed. Yeah, cl- I would imagine clown clowning is a dying breed. <laughs> anyway, well, so Clark the clown, uh, he had a, a secret. A devastating secret, some might say. He, uh, in fact, was a Russian spy. (gasps) What? (laughs) What? What? Now, don't get get me wrong. He loved clowning. He loved clowning, but just not as much as as Putin. (laughs) He was he was very interested in the, the demise of the American democracy. <laughs> so he, uh, having been born in Russia and you know made his way over, over to oh the United gosh. States he's legally, really, uh, he's like he's on the move. On the All because you know originally it did start as he just had a desire to be a clown. As you uh-huh. can imagine, there are, you know Russian clowns oh, are, sure. are not stereotypical. They're right. a little too serious for Clark. Um, right. I mean, when your clown brings a load of vodka to the child's birthday party, it's like, mm. Always being hung you know? over or, and or drunk. It doesn't, angry. Yeah, it doesn't lend itself well to a kid's <laughs> birthday party. So, you know, he, like many other great clowns before him, made the uh, long and uh, dangerous journey over to America. Um, and so, he, you know, he, he didn't start out as a Russian, you know, Agent, he right. he was recruited at uh, Berkeley, where he, oh. where he went to school. He went to school in Berkeley mm-hmm. for for clowning, for improv, for improv. Ah, uh, you know that makes more sense. That makes more sense, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, and so he was going to use that <clears throat> imp- improv mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. degree. Uh, so coming out of you know college, he he um, he needed a job to do, so he he got started in the uh, as a fashion designer. Whoa. Uh, Clark was was pretty good on his feet. Improv um, to fashion design, wow! Yeah, improv to. Fa- he, I mean, he really used the improv to get the to fashion. get that to get yeah. the job. He really, <laughs> the you know, a very charismatic person. You know, he was a clown. He had been doing some clowning on the side. Um, Does he wear his, his clown outfit all the time, or, or? only on the job? Only on the job. Okay, he's, he's a, respectable. Yeah, right. he b- does wear often a undershirt that says "I love clowns." Oh, of course. I mean, that's. I think that's a rule. He is part of the. You know, Greater Los Angeles Clown Society, um, <laughs> and so all of this happened before he was radicalized into a a Russian uh, Dang. spy. So, you it's know, wild. he you know he was working his way up the the chain and as a fashion designer, he was following in the footsteps of you know no other clown before him. <laughs> so I guess he was really making his own way. <laughs> I was, uh, I was like going to spin that, and I was like, "That's just not true." Um, and so he gets he gets high up in in uh, this fashion agency. What would, would be where would he work? He works for Gucci. Duh. <laughs> he wants to implement the first Gucci clown shoes. <laughs> 
he brings he brings this pitch to the board uh, at Gucci to the the CEO. He 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 had you know moved his way all the way up there. He's talking to the CEO and he 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 during this interview with the this the CEO pitches his idea of clown shoes. He immediately gets fired. <laughs> <laughs> they were no like, way you've been here for what? Like five years we've really appreciated your you know enthusiasm and but you know all you've all you've brought to the table every year is these round red noses and it's just not our look it's just not gucci wants to go in a different direction clown <laughs> shoes was pretty much the last straw <laughs> gucci he gets fired. He loses his apartment. Oh, no. Rent is oh. very expensive. Oh, he is now Clark. on the street. Oh, um, no. He decides that, you know, he, he reconnects with his Russian buddies over Facebook. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they decide that they want to start taking over Portland. What? Yeah, they decided that. Holy cow. Portland was the was the place to be. So him and his you know group of other half clown, half you know improv, mm. you know people. Mm. They go to Portland and they set up shop. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them find success. They all one by one. <laughs> Slowly die off from what? various diseases. They, they, they start to die? <laughs> yeah, well, because you can imagine <laughs> living in the cold in Portland. Oh it rains God. all the time. Hypothermia this, was the pl- poor clowns. <laughs> the hypothermia was the scourge of <laughs> of the clown industry in Portland. You know, when we started there, I thought <laughs> I thought maybe the mood would come down, but this is really. <laughs> <laughs> they all they down. all eventually pass away except for Clark. Oh my uh, gosh. He is the last Clark. one. And oh. it, it's at this point without any uh money in his pocket that he picks up his his pair of uh prototype Gucci <laughs> clown shoes. Right, right. Brings them to a pawn shop and finally pawns off his last oh, bit of his, clown his life's work. His life's work. And then he committed himself to a life of crime, and he moved <laughs> and, and he moved to Gotham and became <laughs> the Joker. <laughs> I think I broke your. Oh. Oh. That's the real uh, holy cow Joker origin story that DC doesn't want you to know about. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Talk about twist endings. Oh, wow! <laughs> I gotta, I gotta take this in for a moment. Uh, oh my gosh! Oh, get Joaquin Phoenix in here now. <laughs> we need to make this movie. <laughs> oh, it would be interesting. <laughs> Wouldn't it? I mean, you really have a lot of things going on. I bet you didn't know the Joker was a Russian spy. No, I didn't, and I'm still wait trying to figure out how that came into play. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you can be, you know, people can be radicalized in different ways. <laughs> you know, he was very adamant online. 
Right. He was more of a Russian online bot than he was right. in real life. Right, okay. He was a patriot in real life. Oh. Online, he was a Russian. Hmm. Yeah, you know, social media, man. That dichotomy. I don't know where I've heard it, but somebody recently <laughs> said something about social media. Yeah. And it's uh, it's 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 a wild place. It is a wild place. <laughs> yeah, people like you know us are able to release these kind of stories. Shouldn't and sometimes, happen. sometimes you get radicalized by Russia. <sighs> sometimes you're an old bodybuilder. Sometimes you're an old bodybuilder with two friends named Sharon. Sharon and Sharon. That is wild. Well, what what a <laughs> what an episode! What is, hey, <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, yeah. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, <laughs> check out our, some of our previous episodes. I think this is episode five. Episode five. <gasps> We're we five yes. episodes in. Yeah. And for those keeping track, this is the longest we've ever stuck to something ever. It's great. Maybe it feels good. It does feel good. Feels good. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks for coming. Thanks for listening. Uh, our our Australian listener, if you're still out there, thanks for sticking with us. Sorry about how your country's going right now. Nope. I, nope. Uh, you know what? Your country's amazing. Thank you for being who you are. We love all of you. Goodbye. <laughs> I will see you guys next week.